Bloopers. Bloopers. I feel like Jazz might have said we should post bloopers before. Oh, shit. We should post bloopers. Because the amount of times we be stopping to read. It's fucking ridiculous. Anyways. Hello, everybody. What's going on, Club Culture? The pod. Okay, energy. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to episode 11. Episode 12. <laughs> See, you fucking me up. Episode 12. Episode 12. It's episode yes. 12. Welcome back. Welcome back. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and hit that bell. And if you're tuning in on your favorite streaming platform, thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Why y'all don't be talking to us on YouTube? Like, what? what's up with y'all? We be getting, like, a good... I'm nervous. Why are you nervous? I can't remember if I pressed the record button on the camera. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get up to make sure. I think, I think we did. I think I did. I think I did. Yes, did. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay, okay. What no, you saying? You're embarrassing us right now. We just got a good compliment today. I'm sorry. You fucking us up. I'm sorry. Okay, that's my fault. You know how, you know how like, you'll be like, you'll be in the car, you psych yourself out, you like, did I lock the front door? Yeah. That's how I felt. Yeah, because, you know, I would have been on that with your ass if we did all of this and it wasn't ever like pressed I felt like I did play. it, but I just couldn't remember and I didn't want to record the whole thing. Then Boy. if we recorded the whole thing and we only had audio, you would have been even more pissed. So you better be lucky I said something. Okay, anyway, back to okay. back to the schedule program. What was you saying? Why y'all don't be talking to us on YouTube? Period. It'd be like 50 to 60 of y'all every episode. And y'all don't be saying a lick of a thing to us, but on the, the Instagram, y'all be going crazy. Maybe we maybe we gotta start interacting in the comments on the YouTube. So we just when we like, hey y'all, talk to us, and nobody commented. After. Don't talk to us, but like, don't say hey y'all, talk to us, but like, <laughs> <laughs> hey y'all, we're lonely. No, but just be like, maybe we could start conversations in the comments. Like, I thought us posting the episodes on YouTube would be a conversation starter, and they mm -hmm. talk about the conversation we was having in the comments, mm -hmm. but obviously. They're a little dry. They're a little dry. Y'all a little boring. Okay, got it. Maybe we can come up with a question to ask them, though. Like, okay. And actually put it in the comments. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, say, if if the topic is, like, you know how last episode we talked about people that come on trips that don't have no money. Yeah. So we could say, have you ever been on a trip with people that didn't have money? Or have you ever gone on a trip and didn't have the money? Uh-huh. Like, okay. you know what I'm saying? Okay. And, and, and state their experience. Okay, so okay, like, okay, okay, okay. Well, we'll we'll say it on the pod and we'll also type it, though. Right. Just in case motherfuckers wasn't really listening. And then at, at that point, if you don't say nothing. Y'all don't like us for real. Y'all just be tuning in to be like, ooh, Lizzie, your lock's short, and then leave. Oh, I'm not about here though. According I'm not about here though. Compared girl, to the what's that? What's that, what's that pastor doing? That girl, you saw that video? Oh, that pastor, he yes. ripped up out her head. Why he do that? <laughs> Why he do that to that girl? Did try to say that girl was trying to fight his wife and his daughter. Girl, this the second incident within like a few months. That man needs to not be a pastor. And he got on. They said he had on a designer suit, but it wasn't nobody in the congregation. So how he afford it? Gee, it was like twelve people, and when you look at it, it's only that church can only fit like twenty people. It had Maya, twenty chairs. He snatched her up out of here. 
He said. She said it was her saying her heavenly language for me though. Huh? She said I'm. I was speaking in my heavenly language. Oh, okay. Girl, just say you speak in <laughs> tongues and move on. She said some my heavenly language. If y'all don't know what we're talking about, the same pastor that we were talking about a couple episodes ago with him being robbed during service, mm-hmm. he also had another incident where he uh, he said a woman that was during at his uh, last service was trying to attack his uh, first lady and his daughter. Yeah. But then the video came out of the From service. Both angles. And the man was dragged dragged girl Ripped out her. the damn church. By her hair. And we really couldn't hear what exactly what she was saying, but Buddy ass took her ass like security and hood. <laughs> He said, go on, you demon. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I will puke you. <laughs> Somebody, please. Shit, shit be crazy as hell in the church. We, speaking of that, it's a movie that just came out. Um, uh, Regina Hall, uh, Hunk for Jesus. It's called Hunk for Jesus. That is not the name of the movie. This is. It's called Hunk for Jesus. It's called Hunk for Jesus. And she's the first lady in it. Regina Hall? Yeah. Is the first lady in the movie called Hunk for Jesus? Yes. Oh, this it is just already, came out. This already sounds low budget and embarrassing. No, it's who actually getting this? a lot of good. I don't know who made it. Some, I think Regina Hall's production company might have got the. She might have picked the movie up Hunk from somebody for that Jesus. wrote it. Okay. Hunk I'm going to check it out because it was. It's, it's, I've been it's watching. It's supposed to be in theaters or it's going to be on. No, like, it's already been out. Like it's been out for like a week or something now. In theaters. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe we should go see it together. I th- they said it's good. Hung for Jesus. Yeah. Speaking of bad movies. What? Have you watched Ludacris and Queen Latifah? Yes. <laughs> Bro. I, don't, I forget what the name of it is. What is it called? <sighs> we can look that up. I forget what it's called. It's a Netflix uh, original f- movie. It is. I'm like, Queen Latifah, are you serious? Did you really do that? Did you really go out there by yourself? Gee, I feel like they might have hired her, Ludacris, just to have big names attached to the movie. Right, and said, come play this role. We and didn't y'all. let them really know what the movie was about until they already signed their contract. Because ain't no way she really said, yeah, I love this script. This and is going to be a good it. movie. Right. Like, no, you can't be serious, Queen. They just need a big-name people. Yeah, they just need a big-name, get motherfuckers to want to actually click on it, watch it, get them some streams for it, and then, boom, that's it. I'm like, gee, first of all, how is the villain in the movie an old grandpa and an old grandma, and they toting shotguns and shit, and this man is a kingpin? (laughs) He is a kingpin drug lord. First of all, let's go get him. Buddy is a sheriff. He's a sheriff and he's a kingpin. And and that motherfucker was running the whole operation by himself. Spoiler alert. Tamaya is spoiling the movie. I wouldn't at this waste point. my time watching it. So I might as well tell y'all. Okay. Is it coming up? Yeah, it's coming up. It's called uh Queen Latina. It's called End of the Road. Oh, okay. So End <laughs> of the Road on you on Netflix. On Netflix. It should have been on YouTube. <laughs> it should have been on Tubi. Literally. It should have been on freemovies.com. Yes. Because <laughs> it's giving really low budget. Really low it, budget. It wasn't even low budget. It was just a bad script. Yeah. It was just not like good the quality, acting. The quality of, a mov- of the movie wasn't terrible. No, it like was it bad acting. Good, but... A bad script. A bad storyline. Okay. Everything was we, bad. We can go with that. We can go with that. <laughs> but, okay. Hunk for Jesus. Ludacris, I was like this. Regina Hall. <laughs> 
Ah. I really wanted the money. Ah. <laughs> I'm like, bro, your acting is terrible right now. I dude. feel like Ludacris and anything other than Fast, Fast and Furious, Furious has been bad anyway. Man, that shit was trash. He need to just stick with Fast and Furious. Just stick with the boys. Please, stick with Fast and Furious. Bruh, okay. But all right, y'all. We get into the pod. Let's get into the pod. Ooh, so, speaking of trash ass shit, period, <laughs> period of. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Period, period of. Why you are so annoying? Why, why must our people be so dumb? <laughs> oh my god, I don't even know where to start with it. Like. This girl, so if you're on TikTok, I'm pretty sure you've seen it by now. This, she's white. Yeah. This white girl, mayonnaise, they call them sometimes. Ooh. This white woman, she got on uh, TikTok with these, with like an appearance that a black woman typically would have sometimes. Yeah. The weave, the lashes, whatever. And she's singing this song, period, ah, period, like steady repeating it. Yeah, she's just repeating period, ah, period, uh, to a beat. Yeah. And so later on, she did come out with like a longer version of the song. Okay. But initially, that TikTok, like people were taking it and like doing re- uh, their own freestyles to yeah, it. Yeah. Like before she would say period I and then after, like, it was just yeah. stupid. They'll do a, re- a freestyling in the blank space between her t- doing hello, whatever that was. And niggas really got Hyped her to up. go viral off yeah. of that shit because they keep. Stitching her video, mm-hmm. duetting her video. Mm-hmm. And so the girl got a management deal, I think, now. Yeah. And so we wanted to talk about, we wanted to talk directly to our people. <laughs> Whoever watches the pod, we r- truly appreciate you. And mm-hmm. we would love for you all to spread this same message if you believe in it. <laughs> but why the fuck? heavy on why (laughs) do we make certain people famous right knowing the power that we have behind pop culture Mm -hmm. how many people can actually sing rap that look just like us that are not famous but live right next door to us and we don't we have never pushed them right and some people will argue and say well oh it's just a fun it's just a fun thing to do on social media. Da, 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 da. Well, okay, fine. But like we've seen it too many times where the white people have taken something and they get all the credit for it. They get all the accolades accolades for it. But like it would period I period uh, would not be what it was if black people. If didn't a black girl that there. looked just like what she's trying to mock right. was to do that, that wouldn't get no shares. But because a white one lady girl, I don't know her age. Put on some, what was that, some braids or whatever she put on her she head? Had, she had some some um, body wave, I think, hair, Gee. like some weave or something. She put that shit in. She put some fake, la- big-ass lashes, lashes on, on and did that shit. And y'all ate that shit the fuck up. Ate it right up. But you know what it reminded me of when I saw it, though? What? I was like, this, I kind of feel like this is what it what that robot would have turned into. Mecca. F.A. Yeah. Mecca. Yeah, that okay. So if y'all don't know what we're talking about, the record label it was a record label that Capital Records, the AI uh, yeah. rapper. They want they released like this fake robot artificial person or whatever yeah. that was supposed to be a rapper. Well, it got shut down. So I feel like that that girl kind of like 
resembles what that rapper kind of would have turned into. Yeah. It's like a mockery. Yeah, it's a mockery of us. <sighs> Needless to say, I wish people would stop, black people specifically, would stop giving white people the power to take something. Continue to capitalize off it. of what yeah. they degrade us about. Yeah. It just don't make any sense to me. Period. Ah, uh, period. Uh. And it wasn't even just us. It was celebrities mm-hmm. duetting the shit, doing yeah. they verse on it. Right. Now I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> One verse was fire. But, it was some decent verses, but that's besides, but, besides the point. Because her, her song wouldn't have like, I feel like if people wasn't duetting it, she wouldn't have got. No. She wouldn't It would have not her at all. I feel like sometimes the people that sign these people, they do that shit on purpose yeah. so that we can have these conversations, get mad at our people, further divide ourselves. I feel like it's just not, they don't see no fucking value in that girl. Right. And I don't know if she makes music outside of that song. I I don't know. I'm not that invested in trying to find out either. Yeah. But how do you hand somebody a, a record label deal off of that? I don't know what There's they saw. There's way that. more talent out here than that. It's sick, Tamaya. It's sick. It's sick. We done with that one. Period. Ah, period. Uh. Do better. Okay. Please do better. Please. Please. <laughs> but if y'all gonna make somebody famous, make club culture famous. Period. Fuck is you talking about? Period. Ah, period. Uh. uh okay. <laughs> period. Make us famous. Okay. Period. But All anyway. Right. On to the next hot topic. Well. Your boy. He not my boy. No, you might as well say he your boy since you want to come at Meg to her to stop talking about it. No, he is not my boy. Now, I will say Tori used to make some hidden some hidden music, and I'm so sad that he makes the poor decisions that he makes. Mm. I'm sad about it. I'm sad. But he is not my boy by any stretch of the imagination. But you telling Meg to suppress her. I'm not telling, her telling sides, Meg to suppress expressing anything. Herself about I'm just the shit. saying, uh, first of all, the case has taken 3,000 decades at this point. That ain't her fault. It, maybe it's not her fault. Okay, fine. But, okay, we've heard it. We've heard what happened. Yeah. And until we can get further answers and details to what's going on, I'd just rather us not keep bringing it up. Because, like, we still are not going to get any more answers to We're not going to get it, but we can... Find so solace this, in things because the dude continues to incriminate himself. Okay. Let him continue to incriminate himself. So if y'all don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Tory Lanez and his recent attack on August Alsina. Who was also going blind. Going blind just recently overcame being a paralyzed. A lot of A lot of sickness. And everyone should know that. It's like yeah. very... Much been his story for yeah. years now. Mm-hmm. And so, long story short, they were both doing the same concert. And at behind the, uh, the stage of that concert, backstage, they uh, August Austin and Tory Lanez, they saw each other walking past each other. Tory Lanez wanted to shake up with Buddy. August Austin walked past himself and was like, nah, I'm good on you, mm-hmm. type shit. Tory Lanez didn't like that. And so he... And he brought he him and his bodyguards came and beat up August Alcina. August Alcina said that the reason why I ain't show Buddy any respect is because he was talking 
about my business online regarding the Will Smith and Jada Pinkett mm-hmm. entanglement. Mm-hmm. And so he said, basically, why the fuck do I need to show you respect and you talking shit about what I had going on? Mm-hmm. Ain't got nothing to do with you, so I don't respect you. Why am I saying hi to you? Right. And so he re- he didn't say hi, and Buddy didn't like that. Right. So Buddy beat his ass right. with his other security guards. And so what I really wanted us to dive into was... Why did it take for that to happen for people to suddenly like feel like maybe Meg ain't lying? Mm-hmm. Maybe there is something with, wrong with Tory Lanez mm-hmm. when he has a past, a, a violent parent. past. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe people aren't always into the media like I am. Mm-hmm. But you, I feel like when that shit happened with Meg... If y'all did all this investigation, followed all the shit that was happening on social media, why you never actually did real investigation outside of what they were giving you to see mm. why this could possibly be true or why this possibly could not be true. Mm-hmm. The shit is on YouTube of him checking, uh, him having an argument with Travis Scott and almost fighting. Mm-hmm. He telling Travis Scott, like, shit, G, you own some shit. Let's go fight. Let's go fight. I've never seen a small person want to fight so much. That's that. Another altercation he had was like three years ago with this underground rapper named Dex. And Dex had put a disc record out uh, about Tory Lanez because Tory Lanez had called out all rappers and said, I'm the best rapper alive. If you think you better, then come at me. So I wouldn't even qualify Tory as a rapper. I'm, but he was trying to prove himself as a rapper because he came out with Say Yes, and that was like a singy song. Oh, okay. So he was trying to prove himself as an MC. Mm-hmm. So he said that shit. And motherfuckers was replying to him with diss records. And so out of all the people, he wanted to target Dex. So he put up on Dex while Dex was doing a show one night. And he had his security guards beat him up. And they chased him outside. And then he did a video recording Dex telling him to apologize for the the diss record. And Dex was being more mature about it. And he just said, yeah, man, whatever. I'm sorry. And so, boom. I'm just like, you have... Two examples of him being violent. Mm-hmm. The, the one with Dex is the most, it's pretty close to the August Alcina one. Mm-hmm. And then you have the Meg situation. And then you have this now. Mm-hmm. And he also had a beef with uh, Eric Bellinger that was weird. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why I ain't never fucking believe that nigga probably, probably could have shot Meg and she was just lying. Uh, I don't know why people didn't believe it. I don't think I ever didn't believe that the that the situation went down. Yeah. I think that people just wanted more details. Well, I know I wanted more details because yeah. it's just like, what the fuck happened? You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, and I feel like maybe that's why people felt like it didn't happen because she didn't state more details. There wasn't like a video. Like with August, there's a video. Yeah. With um, Tra- the Travis video we watched. There's a video of yeah. him being like, very aggressive. Yeah. And so like, there's no, I don't know if there's footage, maybe there is footage and they can't release it because of court or whatever. But I feel like people are looking for proof. And a lot of times I feel like if you can't prove proof, like if you can't present any proof, people be like, oh, now you lying. I feel like Meg gave as much proof as she could with what she had. Yeah. I don't think there were, there, there was video of the actual shooting, but Mm -hmm. there was video of her and them getting pulled over over the cops. And she, Dragging her leg to get to them. Mm-hmm. So like, obviously she, something happened to her foot. Right. You just didn't get actual video of him shooting her. Right. And so instead of coming out 
she lying. You could have just been in the middle, like, mm, I don't know. I don't know, but something did happen. Right. But still, like, that bitch lying. Da, 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 she, like, <laughs> I don't even get how you can choose a side. Right. When there's not enough information there. And if you're going to choose a side, I would rather choose Meg's side because of his past. Right. My so, opinion. So if he didn't have a past, though, you would just. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be convinced that he did it. Oh, you wouldn't be convinced? No. Okay. That's what court do. Like, they bring up your consistent behaviors because mm-hmm. it would make sense. Now, if a person never did anything violent, that would be a first offense. Right. And it would it would be like, all right, we just going to give you a slap on the wrist because right. you never did it before. Mm-hmm. But. So I think LAPD is, like, looking into the, the incident. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, August Alcina. August Alcina, yeah. How he <laughs> the shit that fame do to people is disgusting. Is it fame or is it? I I I really think that Tori's at this point he suffers from little person syndrome. That could be it. Also, with and fame. always wanted to feel like big. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I always wanted to have because August called us as a leprechaun, and I couldn't agree more. Yeah, like I just. I just feel like some people just always want to prove a point because they're they're so tiny and they probably feel tiny. Yeah. And it's like, okay, to show that I'm more man than you, let's go. Let's yeah. fight. It's like, why do you have to fight all the time? And I've never seen somebody that comes to another country and wants to fight so fucking bad. Take that shit back to Canada. I don't know what Tory life was like in Canada, but maybe he wasn't big dog though. He probably wasn't. He probably was not, but like... I've never, like, normally people just come to somebody else's country and sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up. Yeah. And just, like, be their normal self. Yeah. And just continue their life, you know, live the dream, however they want to do it, blah, blah, blah. But to come to another country and make all this ruckus. Yeah. You're, what are you doing? Do you want them to tell you that you can't live here anymore? Because you, what's wrong with you? He has to have little person syndrome. No, I'm I'm with you on that. Mm -hmm. But I think adding fame into the mix just, and just enlarges that syndrome that he has because now you got people that actually do fuck with you right they like your music you know what i'm sad to say what chris gave tori a shout out on instagram uh, like maybe like a couple weeks ago why because he (laughs) why do you look disgusted (laughs) why do you look disgusted because i feel like chris brown be trying to make a point sometimes with his past like how no people, the media didn't forgive him. And so he be trying to be forgiven. Okay. To the okay. 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 Not too much on my boy, Chris. Not too much. Gee. Not too much. It's something I'ma to just consider. Tell you, I was just tell you what the post was about. Go ahead. He was just basically saying like, Tori has been a friend since, um, for a long time. He's been a brother. Da, 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 da. As he, as he should. It. You got to do whatever you can to get where you want to go. But that saddens me because I don't, I am sad that Chris is supporting someone who is in this type of mixture with his behavior. Yeah. Because Chris is already is in a position that he don't need no other mess. Yeah. He don't need nothing. Yeah. So why I get maybe being friends with him behind closed doors and not public, like making it public that that y'all fuck with each other. Yeah. But to make it public and you already know how people feel about you. Yeah. It's like, okay, are you, are you saying, do you not get that you are like almost adding fire flame? You're adding like fire to your image already. Like yeah. you're not helping it. Yeah. You're not helping it. You're not I, helping shit. it at all. Maybe Tory Lanez got him in a trance. Cause I think Tory Lanez is a narcissist. I mm-hmm. think that a thing that narcissists are good now. at, we don't want to get beat up. 
That didn't come for me. <laughs> that didn't come for me. I might have a gun with me. You not finna just shoot me in my foot. Are you kidding me? I don't know, G. I think I think when I was following the Eric Bellinger and Tory Lanez beef, he was just blatantly lying in interviews. Yeah. Cause he, I don't know if you know anything about the beef, but he basically did a song with Eric Bellinger. Mm-hmm. Eric Bellinger had reached out to him for a song. They, he, Tory Lane said like, I right, whatever. And so, I guess a song or something later that Tory Lane's put out, he was saying this gonna be your favorite song, mm-hmm. and you know that's Tory, that's Eric Bellinger right. shit. Right, it's gonna be your favorite song. Exactly. So he was he stole Eric Bellinger's tag. Right, and so. Eric Bellinger didn't know about it until the fans were saying like, hey, this, something, this is right. So he was like, all right. But then he said he put out like another song and he said it again. So he like, all right, that's not a coincidence. Buddy ass might be jocking my shit. And so he did a video. I actually heard that in one of Tori's songs before actually. Yeah. It's on like the newer, the newer album. Oh, okay. I don't know about that then. Cause I thought he stopped doing it. We're going to look into it. Okay. We're going to look into it. So more the story, in all his interviews trying, the, the people were asking him that question because people know Eric Bellinger. They're like, that's a real big thing. And it kind of seems like you, right. you're not really trying to give him much of attention. So I'm going to ask you. Right. And he was just like, man, nobody tripping over that Cisco looking ass nigga. Uh, he said that about Eric Bellinger. Yeah, because Eric Bellinger had like blonde hair at the time uh-huh. type shit. He was like, you know, that shit ain't, I, mean, if, I ain't still that nigga shit. And nigga ain't nobody. He just wants some uh, clout. Right. And I got clout at the moment. Type shit. I'm just like, gee, you know you taking this man shit. Like, why are you lying? Something is obviously wrong with him. Yeah, something is wrong with that man. And um, I hope he gets it figured out. Uh, but I, I agree with you, though, that people tend to take things more seriously when a man, when somebody else comes out and says it, even though a woman has already stated it. Yeah. Like, um, like for example, with the whole Caesar situation yeah. where, where his daughter had stated or something came out about his daughter that he was abusive. Yeah. But nobody believed it until the video of came, him, out, yeah. came out of him beating his dog. Yeah. So like, I don't know what it is. I, maybe it's a psycho psychological thing where yeah. like, or maybe it's just the way society has trained us to be and not believing women. Cause we hear it all the time. Like with rape allegations, sexual assault, like women are never believed until the proof is like dead smack in front of you or somebody else says it, or there's a pattern and you're like, yeah. Oh wait, didn't so-and-so say that yeah. before? Like, yeah. why didn't we believe them then? Or what was it? You know what I'm saying? Well now let's go back and look into it. Yeah. So I don't know why, but that, I mean, it's strange. It's hella strange. And it makes, it has made and it's going to continue to make women uncomfortable with coming forward with like their stories and traumatic experiences that they have with people yeah. because I mean, that's a, that's why a lot of women don't say yeah. anything already. And then people be like, well, why did you wait 50 years? Shut up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the, shut up. I mean, we already talked about the total, the social totem pole in America. <sighs> women are second to men. And men don't benefit if men are in jail. <coughs> right. You have less men in power if they're in jail. Yeah. So you got to save our men. Right. Well. <sighs> I don't know, Tori. Get it together, my boy. I don't even know if I want to say that. Go to jail, my boy. Damn. I hope August Alcina press charges. I ain't going to lie. I hope he press charges, too. And I hope he 
suck him dry for every penny he got. I hope that that med case come out and it and it goes if that's the truth and it goes in her favor. I hope all of that gives her so much uh, clarity and and healing yeah. from that moment because I believed her. It's just I didn't want to choose a side as things just kept progressing because yeah. it was getting a little too gray area for me. Yeah. But yeah. August Alcina looked terrible though. Like he really got his ass whooped. He was promoting his skincare. So these celebrities really be taking advantage of shit. <laughs> Buddy ass posted up in the corner, blood all over. And he said, I'm about to use this skincare line. So I'm going to use this picture to promote my skincare line and, and show you motherfuckers how I can whip myself back together. Period. And y'all going to buy into it and buy my shit because y'all Period. might get y'all ass beat one time. Ooh. That is crazy what they do. I mean, you got to take, take advantage of every opportunity. I understand. And August, I with, with somebody like August, who's not really on the forefront anymore, like yeah. he got to take it wherever he can get it. I guess point. so. That's wild. Yeah, for sure. But. All right. Well, y'all. We're going to move on from that one. Tori, go to hell. <laughs> Period. That's how we got to say. So I wanted to talk to you about this thing I saw on TikTok. It was this married couple that were discussing uh, a new Georgia child support law mm-hmm. that was being incorporated now that Wade and Roll has been overturned. What you call it? Wade, Wade versus Roe. Roe versus Wade. My bad. My bad. She <laughs> said Wade and Roe. I said that don't sound right. Wade versus Roe. Roe versus Wade. Roe versus Wade. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, crazy. Roe versus Wade. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so more of the story. It's illegal to get abortions, and it's a certain, I guess, age that Georgia has classified as the 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 child is living now. Okay. And so it says that the new law requires, uh, it allows women to be able to file for (coughs) child support during birth. So it doesn't start, it can start now while you're pregnant instead of when the baby comes out. Okay. So how do you feel about, Potentially, let's say all states was to do that as across the the nation, you can file for child support uh, during the pregnancy mm-hmm. to to eighteen year old child. Like you can have child support from that time, from the time the woman is pregnant all the way to eighteen. Yeah, or even just just the pregnant part. Like you can get child support during your pregnancy. I mean, I get it. I feel like it's a good idea. Yeah. Um, because, well, <laughs> the people going to fight me on this. Yeah. So the question would be, this is where the question would be. How do I know it's my baby? Yeah. That would be the first fucking question that most niggas would say. Yeah. So it's two things. You could try to do the, the birth, uh, DNA, DNA test during pregnancy, but uh-huh. it could be harmful for the baby. Uh-huh. So that's the touchy part. Uh, or the father can just write out, say like, yeah, I am the father. Right. They know. They and just was, agree. They was fucking. Right. <laughs> right. They know that they was fucking. No, I'm just saying though, cause niggas be, even though they did fuck, they be, well, yeah. how I know it's my. And so you're automatic, you're automatically assumed the father of y'all married. Mm-hmm. But if you're not married, then it's from the father's word. Like, yeah, that's my baby. And then two is getting the test done while being pregnant. Okay. So that's first. Yeah. Second thing that I will be concerned about is like. Okay, the child support thing is cool. But then what if the baby doesn't make it? I think that still matters. Like, what do you do? 
if the baby doesn't make it, you still pay child support for just the pregnancy. You, Cause we have to pay for tests. We have to pay for visits. We have to pay for yada, yada, yada. And the father has no contribute to that part. Okay. Is this only for people that are split up or is this for people that are married too? It's married too. Like anybody that has a, that's going through a a pregnancy is for either one. It's just easier if you're married because we know. Like we we pretty much can assume you're the father. But the woman doesn't this is this choice is up to the woman to file for child support or not. That's from what I was reading that this is the mother's choice to file for child support because why would the father want to file for child support if they're they can't carry. Right. So this is only if the mom wants to file for that support during pregnancy. I wouldn't like if I were if I were a married woman I wouldn't, I don't think I would file for child support if I were married, mm-hmm. but I feel like maybe if we were in a co-parenting situation and like, and maybe this could be just be me thinking of like the ideal child support ways yeah. of like how it typically works out. You don't actually, you don't file for child support for your husband. Yeah. You file for child support for somebody that's like a co-parent or somebody you feel like won't support you if you needed it. Some people want to just want you to foul against them so that they have a set amount to give instead of just giving you whatever the fuck. Right. I don't know. I feel like it's a little iffy. Like, I, I, I feel like if you're married to somebody, I feel like that the the dad is already going to be like giving and, or at least should be. Yeah. Because why would you be married to them if they're not? Yeah. Get a divorce. Um, that's not the easiest thing to do get a divorce I mean what are you doing if he is not at every doctor's appointment if he is not at I don't care if I say ooh baby my legs hurt today I'm pregnant let's go to the doctor he should be making the appointment we're going okay if not get a divorce I don't care um I'm serious what do you mean I don't care um if he didn't go get you chips while you're pregnant get a divorce oh my Anyway, look, <laughs> get a divorce, <laughs> period. But I just feel like, I feel like if you're married, the the husband or whatever should already be like contributing, mm-hmm. whether it be medical bills, because medical bills, yeah, while you're pregnant is That's high the as hell, biggest expense, yeah. Um, and so like, let's say the baby doesn't, God forbid, the baby doesn't make it, right? Yeah. What exactly are we needing child support for in that case? Like, I mean, it got to get to that point, bills. though. Like, it got it got to get to that point. I feel like that's what typically the, the mother would want is just help with the medical part. Right. So are we assuming that this is somebody that doesn't have insurance, medical insurance? Yeah. Okay. Or if they have insurance, it's just not all the way fully covered. Co-pays, deductibles. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, it's we. I don't know. I mean, sure, you can help me. Yeah. But am I going to say, you have to help me, child support? Yeah. Like, I don't know. If it's not to a person that I'm married. I feel like when you're married, my part, whoever my partner, whoever I'm married to, I feel like should automatically be like, okay, I'll help you. Yeah, already helping. Right. But if it's a co-parent, I feel like the situation is different. In that scenario, by all means, child support that ass to death. Yeah. Because niggas be looking for an easy way out and don't be wanting to help. Yeah. So for sure, if I if I could sign you up for child support and you gonna agree to the terms, whatever, hell yeah, okay. Every dollar you get, okay. Bring it here, my boy. Maybe this can be our discussion question on YouTube. Absolutely. Do you all agree or disagree with this Georgia child support law? Mm-hmm. Should you or should you not be able to file for the mother should be able to file for child support 
during pregnancy? Mm-hmm. That's the question. Right. I mean, the men weigh in because we, we definitely want to hear we like hear. y'all y'all opinion. Right. Because they the first thing I said, no, nah, man. Stupid. Yeah, no man. The fuck? What she, she, what she need money for? She need to pay for her fucking bills. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I ain't do that. Why? I ain't telling her that, baby. Dumbass. I told her not to keep it. Ugh. Ugh. Please don't get me started on these niggas. Please. I ain't got no money. Well, nigga, go get you a bag. Because niggas will get money for everything else but, but they can't get for their babies. Girl. Got money for that that three point five though. Got money for the weed. <laughs> got money for the shoes. Got money for everything else but they damn baby. New model, model World for two K just came out. Make sure you got that, bro. Got five dollars for their homeboy too. Gee, but the baby ain't got no milk and no clothes for next week. Crazy. And you sitting up here talking about something? I ain't got it. You could go to hell. <sighs> Respectfully. Respectfully. And I hope you burning that motherfucker. Oh my gosh, you are going crazy on people today. I'm sorry. I just don't like I because remember we had this conversation yeah. before about me and the child support, and I said, I said I'm not gonna beg anybody to do what they what yeah. they need to do. If I say okay, what about child support, and you agree, whatever, cool. But I'm not gonna beg a grown ass man to do what a grown ass man needs to do. Somebody on the other hand was saying. Or was kind of leaning towards that there should be laws put in place yeah. to kind of help women who have terrible baby dads get their shit in order, basically. Yeah. And so this is kind of one of those laws that's like, hey, men. Holding them accountable. Holding them accountable. Yeah. Me, on the other hand, I feel that men should step up to the plate and do what they need to do. Absolutely. And she also said if they choose not to, well, fuck them. Fuck them. I'm heavy on the fuck them. And I'm just going to suffer with my kid if it ain't go working on. What am I going to do? I'm going to tell a grown-ass man to do what? You can just put him on child support and call it a day if they ain't trying to take Sure, but then he doesn't have a job, so now what? Well, whenever where am he, I? Where am I going to get child support from? Whenever he eventually gets a job, you can recoup from that shit. And then I just don't. So all that time he didn't have a job, when he finally gets a job, all that time that he wasn't able to support, it has him pay Back child support. Oh, yeah. But, like, in that, what if I'm not struggling no more by that point? If you're not struggling, then you could take them off if you don't, if you don't need it. But and that's people, your choice. People be finding ways to beat the system. Like, for example, let's say a man does not have a governmental job, mm-hmm. like a, a where he gets a check, whatever. They have a job where they, it's like entrepreneurship. So it's not recorded. You can't track. You can't track it. You don't know how much money I'm making. Niggas find loopholes. So meanwhile, we we going to court and you telling the court, Your Honor, I don't have a job. Your Honor, I'm sorry, sorry. (sighs) I don't have a job. You telling you telling them, Your Honor, I don't have a job. The whole time, got one. You 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 doing something on the side. Yeah, but I can't prove it because there's no pay stubs. I mean, you can't prove it if you snitch. What I'm gonna say, Your Honor, he is. Your Honor, I recorded him doing a drug deal. <laughs> Here you go, <laughs> and he gonna go to jail. And then I'm really not gonna get no damn money. It's really whatever you want to do. You feel me? I'm cracked up, but I feel like niggas be fanning all type of loot. They do whatever the they got to do to not have to support their responsibilities. But you feel me? And so in that in that point, fuck them. Yeah, I'm gonna just have to move on. Yeah, and I'm, I'm with. I, I get that point where you just really ain't got no nothing, so yeah. you just move on. All right, yeah. cool. But if I have an option and I really do need it, I'm gonna just take it. Got it. 
Somebody has said one time on Facebook, like, if the mama can't support the kid and need child support, they shouldn't have the kid. The dad should get the kid. And niggas was eating that up. Like, you really was going to be able to take care of this kid by yourself, even if you can't support it with money. Even if you got the money to take care of kids, you really think you're ready to take care of this kid by yourself? Y'all don't know what it takes to, to fucking raise a child. So, like, so like you think that the, the kid should stay with the mama, even though she ain't got no money? I feel like the kid should stay with whoever can accurately take care of the child holistically. Okay, let's say the daddy got all the money, the mama ain't got no money, right? Yeah. And the daddy don't really know how to raise a child, but he could figure it out. If they are willing to actually learn and they're not just going to, like, I, right, you know how you right. live with your daddy because you know you can do whatever you want. Right. Like, you're actually for real finna raise the kid. Right. Then all By all means, fight for that kid, Get win that motherfucker out of court, prove that that person is unfit, and mm-hmm. take the child so that it's really about the kids. Right. I'm always for the kids. Anything pro youth, I'm for. Anything that's pro adults being deceptive, mm-hmm. greedy, I'm not pro that because niggas don't really be about the kids. It's I just very seldom. I I if you have ever taken a spouse, baby mama to court, I would like to hear the story. Yeah, I would really like to hear the story because I feel like we always hear about it from the woman's perspective. Yeah. as far as like, oh, I'm taking his ass to court, yeah. and I got custody of the kids, and I, the daddy only gets to have every other week. I would love to hear the perspective of a father that took the baby mama to court, yeah. and has custody of the kids, and the mama get every other weekend. I, I uh, I have a Facebook friend that goes through that. He talks about his perspective on Facebook all the time, and then it's the maternity court TV shows. Mm-hmm. I saw a dude who takes care of the child and the mom, she's like a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And so she don't really care to take care of her shit. Mm-hmm. He put her on child support, but it, she was only paying like this amount of money mm-hmm. and she can pay so much more. And so he took her back to uh, to court and she had to prove like, I don't make that much money. But the, the judge like, was like, nah, you're lying. Right. And now you need to pay this money. Damn. So he like, you Got can fucking ass. win. You just don't actually fight for your kids. Damn. Why do you think that is, though? Because like, they don't want to fucking take care of their responsibilities. Kids, it's not easy. And it takes away... If you really don't want kids, like me, I know I should not have kids right now because I'm selfish. Mm-hmm. I want all I'm my time... selfish. <laughs> yeah. I, I want, want all my to myself. myself. I want me all to myself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I want all my money, all my free time, oh my, my fun God. to myself. <laughs> I'm not ready to give that up. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so I should not have kids. <laughs> but at least you know that about yourself. Yes. <laughs> but you tell it to anybody else. I just want to. I just fucked her. And you should probably wear rubber. You probably shouldn't be out here just fucking raw. Can we talk about the people? This gonna ruffle a little feathers. Uh, this gonna ruffle some feathers for real. Because the girls have talked about this multiple times. Can we please talk about the people that have kids at early ages and act like they not struggling, bro, and that they not sad about it? Because <sighs> we, we have other shit it? on the agenda. <laughs> But we can do it quickly. Bro, I just be so, because like, okay, ain't nobody going to shame. Well, some people do shame you for having kids at an early age, right? But like, why do they shame us for not having kids at this age? Gee. I know what you're bringing up that damn Facebook. uh, What is it? Post that went viral saying, if you you, uh, don't have kids and you struggling, then you just irresponsible. Like, you don't. Oh, something like that. Yeah. But like people be saying like, oh, cause like people, cause people will brag on, like, for example, if I get on Facebook and I say, I'm 23, I don't have no kids. I just graduated from college. I'm doing my shit. I'm living a great life. Da, 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 da. People with kids will say, well, what does not having kids have to do with it? Yeah. 
I'm sorry that you're sad that you have a three-year-old at the age of 20. What do you want me to do? Uh-huh. And then they'll say, I'm not sad. My life is better because of it. You're a liar, and the truth is not in you. You are a liar. You are a liar. You are a liar. You can sense the misery. You are a liar. You mean to tell me that you had this baby at 19, and you are just happy-go-lucky. Now, don't get me wrong. People that do have kids at young ages probably definitely do get it out the mud. You know what I'm saying? They probably definitely... Have be a, like, a sustainable life. Yeah, they probably be definitely, you know, really getting into it because now they got a whole nother life to take care of. But don't, I hate when people try to make it seem like it was just always so easy. Yeah. Make that shit. Don't sit up there and say, oh, this is the best thing that ever happened to me. This is, this, this, and this. I was 19. I had a baby. I had to say what really happened. Yeah. You were struggling. You ain't know what to do, how to do it. Your mom and daddy probably hated you because you had a baby at a young age. Yeah. And let's just be fucking for real. Yeah. But I just hate when people be like, that to me that at the right now, to me at the age of 23, not having a baby is an accomplishment for me. I'm sorry that it's not an accomplishment for you. Yeah. But I feel like I should be able to whatever I want my accomplishments to be, that's what I want them to be. And I feel like you can't that take that away. That is an accomplishment. From you know how easy it is to have a kid? Right. And I s I'm safe. <laughs> and I made it. <laughs> You period. Mean, I, I made it, it out. Dodge the bullet multiple times. Multiple times. You feel me? Like I feel like people just want to be so, so praised. And like that's cool. That's cool. Kudos to you. You made it out the mud. You doing what you got to do with your kids. Your kids. But let me have cool. my moment too. Let me say. Let me pat myself on the back. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because that's not easy. Meanwhile, you got a kid wishing that you went back to college. I don't know how many people that received that news when they was young as hell. Damn, I'm pregnant. Right. You ain't say, yay, I'm pregnant. You ain't say that shit. Right. <laughs> you said, damn, I got to go home and tell my mom. My, exactly. So stop trying to make me feel bad for feeling like that's an accomplishment. Yeah, bro. Okay. Having a baby is an accomplishment. That's yes. a beautiful thing. Yes. But also being able to live your life how, live you, your want life how you want to. Travel. Not no have to regrets. worry about nobody. That's also still an accomplishment. Period. At the end of the day, that's pretty much what people are happy about. Yeah. You, I'm sorry, you want to be Hitler about <laughs> what what can and can't be an accomplishment. But if you do have kids and you have made it out the mud, kudos to kudos you. Kudos to you. Kudos to shit. you. But let us have our kudos too, okay? Because, yeah. damn. But I just have to get that off my chest. I be seeing that too much. People yeah, I be just be arguing. People be arguing about it. I'm like, you're mad because I don't have kids. Yeah. I'm confused. Yeah. I'm so confused. Okay. But, all right, let's get into it. Let's get into okay, it. Okay, so... Ari Lennox. Ari Lennox. Ari Lennox dropped her sophomore album. Yes. Age, Sex, Location. Mm -hmm. And I wanted us to do a real review on it. Mm -hmm. Because we're going to be doing a new segment that's outside of our weekly episodes on Friday mm -hmm. called T's Takes. So it's going to be me, T, and I'm going to do my takes on different things that we don't dive too much on our weekly episodes. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be club culture, music, club culture, sports, club culture, movies, mm -hmm. whatever it is. Sometimes Lizzie or somebody might make an appearance on it, but it's going to be like 15, 20 minute segments just talking about that one particular genre. Mm -hmm. And so this, this is what you can expect whenever we drop those tease takes. Right. Ari Lennox, age, sex, location. What you thought of it? You know, I think I was late to the Ari Lennox train. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna lie. 
everybody be listen to Ari Lennox. This Ari, I'm like, at first I was like, who is Ari Lennox? Like, I don't know this girl. People would play her music, and I'd be like, eh, eh, you know what I'm saying? I think I was really late to the Ari Lennox train, mm-hmm. and I say that because this album was actually good as hell. Yeah, I loved every bit of it. I was okay. like, damn. Our Linux actually is that bitch. Like, yeah. let me tune in some more. Yeah. I have not listened to her freshman, her freshman album. Yeah. But I kind of want to go back and yeah. listen because it's just like, this album was really good. And we had listened to Hoodie. Uh-huh. And we reviewed Hoodie yeah. a few episodes back. Yeah. And now I can't stop singing it. Mm-hmm. I can't stop fucking singing it. Yeah. It warmed on you. Yeah. And so, um, I, I'm kind of sad that I missed the Ari train early on. Because I feel like there was some gems that I missed, and mm-hmm. I have now I have to go back. Shea Butter Baby was a was a was a I nice know, I know Shea Butter Baby, mm-hmm. and I when I heard it, I was just like, eh, I'm okay on this. You mm. know what I'm saying? But now I want to go back, and I, I want to the life a thousand times. All right, go ahead. You good? Yeah. Okay, got it. Got it. Got it. Um, but yeah, I think I was late to the Ari Linux train, but I really love this album. It's giving me. You know what I'm saying? It's really, you know what Ari Lennox gave me? She makes me feel really calm. Okay. And it's just a vibe. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like, I just feel real chill. And I want to be in my bed under my covers with some hot cocoa. Okay. And I just want to, you know what I'm saying? Vibe with your cocoa? Just my head with the covers up to my neck. Okay. Drinking my hot cocoa. Okay. It makes me feel warm. Okay. That's what it is. Okay. It makes me feel real warm, not bubbly, but just like. So if it was cold outside, you running from being outside, all you got to do is come in the house and turn on RLM. Absolutely. Put on the fireplace. That's what it gave me. It gave me, it gave me okay. comfy, cozy, warm. You feel comfortable. Vibes. I love it. I love it. I like that. I love it. I, I think that kind of is synonymous to what I, what I took from the album. Mm-hmm. I think that she really gave us her perspective on what her what she's currently been going through. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, I was watching um, her do her run, her her media run mm-hmm. for the album, where you basically, whenever an artist drops a project, they go on a media run to market it. Mm-hmm. So they go do interviews, radio interviews, shows, and they just keep marketing the album. And that's why it's so important for people to do more than a few listens to a project mm-hmm. so that you really consume exactly what they wanted to present to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when you actually hear what's behind the music, which is those interviews and whatnot, all of that kind of makes more sense to you. So she was talking about on the breakfast club, how her dating life sucks. Mm-hmm. Like it's really bad. I've heard her say that a few times. Yeah. And like <laughs> me, I feel like she's the black the awkward black girl Mm. and a lot of people that sexualize black women, they view them to be like what the media paints them as the Meg the stallions, Mm. the bad. I'm she, a bad chick. She, Mm. a baddie. She, a she, a break a bitch off, but Mm. also be in her bag. Mm -hmm. Like you think you finna get that type of girl. Mm. Will you coming at the black girl? Mm -hmm. And so Ari Lennox, she's sexy. Mm voluptuous Mm -hmm. and so from face value she looks very much like what you think you finna get Mm -hmm. but then when you actually get around her she's the awkward black girl Mm -hmm. and so that's a culture shock for you and you are less attracted because that's not what your expectation was when you thought you was finna bag Ari Lennox Mm -hmm. 
And so then all you want to do is fuck her. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Because you're still a man with an ego. And so I feel like that is probably close to what she's saying her dating life is like. Mm-hmm. And she's tired of that shit and she wants something meaningful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like all these songs, like the very first one, POF, pl- uh, Plenty of Fishes. Mm-hmm. That's a, a dating app. Mm-hmm. And she said on the interviews that she is on dating apps mm-hmm. and Plenty of Fishes is something that I she used. I cannot imagine Ari on dating apps. Yeah, it's actually some, she said Chris Rock on a dating app. Cheryl something. Is it like a separate version of it when you're in Hollywood? No, like that's really still you on the same app as me. So you could run across me on a dating app. You might see me on a dating app type shit. You don't think that's weird? No, I think they're normal people and they should be projected as that. Like nobody should have ever painted celebrities as above us. I mean, no, not not that they're above us or anything, but like I just would feel weird like swiping right or left on people Uh, that are, are, yeah. My favorite movie of all time, this is a fun fact, it's called The Seat Filler. And it's basically about that. Mm -hmm. Kelly Rowland was the star of the movie and Mm -hmm. Dwayne Martin was the average Joe. Mm-hmm. And he met her by being a seat filler at concerts. So he oh. met her when she sat next to him and he was filling the seat to mm-hmm. make the, the show look like it was filled up. Right. And so they was ca- caking up, sitting down, mm-hmm. and that grew into a relationship. Oh. And so he was hiding him being the average Joe from her. And really, she actually accepts average Joe's, like, just mm-hmm. be real with me. Okay. And so. I mean, and I hey, like, whatever works, you know. Hey, man, as long as she said her typical guy is, is as long as you have a nice living for yourself, like you ain't got to be rich and shit, but you got to be comfortable. Like you have a nice condo. Mm-hmm. You're not living in your mom's crib. Like I don't want to have low standards. I want to have decent standards. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was like. Even when they are that, they just want to fuck her or they just want to say I fucked Ari Lennox. So it's not really genuine. So do you think if she did find her average Joe, <clears throat> Ari would be okay with being the breadwinner? Yeah. I truly think she would. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, back to the album. I was seeing some people say it's not good. Not a lot, but some people. So I wanted to really give it a review mm-hmm. and try to get ahead, get inside their heads of why they might think it's not good because they love her debut album. Mm. So the, I asked Maya, too. Shout out, Maya. We was talking about Ari's she album. She like the album? No, she she liked oh, the album. Oh, I was going to say. We going to see Ari Lennox <laughs> when she going to tour for this album. Okay. So she was basically, I asked her, like, which one do you think was better? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's called Shea Butter Baby. I think it's called that. Mm-hmm. The debut or the sophomore. And she said, I don't know, G. I guess I'm leaning a little bit more towards the debut because it was more soulful. Mm-hmm. And now I can get why she would say it's more soulful because this one is what I would call her revamp style where over it sound like not over it but um all summer walker eps how that shit used to sound and compared to over it Mm -hmm. how you when as soon as london on the track came into her team Mm -hmm. he gave her that bump Mm -hmm. that her beats didn't have Mm -hmm. and it just gave it like she still sounded sang the same had the same lyric content but then you got the bumping ass Mm -hmm. production to go behind it Mm -hmm. they gave it body Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's the sound today for marketable artists Mm -hmm. that are mainstream you got to have that bump in the Mm -hmm. in the production and so i think that that's what ari lennox now has in her production she got that bump Mm -hmm. now when you got soulful music you ain't really got that bump right so I could see why somebody would hear the new one and be like, ah, it's a little not as soulful like I yeah. know her to be. Pressure, mm-hmm. totally different than Shea But a Baby. Right. Because I feel like um, 
when you're soulful, I feel like it's more so about the vocals. Yeah. But when it's when it's about the bump, yeah. Then you don't really focus more so on the on, on the lyrics the and shit. Yeah. yeah, you focus more on like a catchy hook or yeah. you know what I'm saying? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. But that's why I think this was a so good. I did have to give it multiple listens. Mm-hmm. And every time I listen to it, it, it sounds different to me. And then I actually paid attention to the lyrics leading up to us talking about it today. Like I was reading it while she was singing it. Because mm-hmm. the way she sings, you kind of don't get every enunciation so you mm-hmm. can know exactly what she's saying. So I'm reading, I'm like, damn, she sounds very relatable mm-hmm. in all of it. Mm-hmm. We all go through, I went through Tinder one time, not because I actually thought I was going to find quality right. people on there, but right. because I had shit to do and it was the Corona virus right. and I'm bored. Right. But going through that shit, like, you do find interesting conversations with people. I don't know who the hell that would be knocking on my door. We just going to let them pass, and if they lock again, we'll do an intermission. Okay. Who would it be? I don't know. I, I'm a little I, nervous. I do not know who that would be at my door. Oh, sorry, y'all, for this uh, <laughs> quick intermission. Do you want me to stop? Uh, no. Okay, we good. You don't have to. I mean, I guess, <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you... They good. They ain't knock again. So boom, okay, yeah. I, what would you rate it out of? Um, if I had to rate it, I think I'm gonna give it like a nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. That's yeah. great. Cause I, I feel with I feel like I feel with Maya with the soulful. I, I soulful is dope. Yeah, I ain't gonna yeah. lie. Being soulful is very dope. Cause yeah. not many people can do it. Yeah. And so that's cool. I um I think I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten though. It was really good. Okay. I was really impressed. I'm a, I'm gonna probably give it. Eight. Mm-hmm. I personally still have the flack with hoodie. Mm-hmm. Like it still is. Like hoodie still is better now that I've listened to it, but mm-hmm. it's all right. Right. The single, like all of that matters. The rollout, the single. Right. I'll give it an eight point five just because I feel like her rollout could have been even more of the age, sex, location. This whole thing was about dating apps. Mm-hmm. It was about you know in the past where we used to be in these tra- chat rooms and shit. I feel like she could have really harped on marketing that whole right. part of what that could be. Yeah. And she didn't really take advantage of it, mm-hmm. but I did love that she gave us the EP before the album. She yeah. said she did like 80 songs leading up to this album and she picked 12. She wanted 10, but they said, let's do 12. Damn. So she picked 12 out of 80 and then she took five more and which was the EP that she gave us before this album mm-hmm. out of that 82. So mm-hmm. that's what 12, 17 songs mm-hmm. out of 80. That's why y'all should consume this music because they took a lot of fucking time yeah. to just get to twelve. Yeah. So they chose that twelve for a reason. Yeah. Because you be you be hating when when Chris released an album that's thirty two. That's thirty two. You be hating that. Like your ass ain't really put much thought. You said <laughs> oh, I want to yeah. give them all of this shit. Right. But yeah, that EP was really good too. I think the EP might have some better songs in there than the album though. That's why I gave to, it an eight point five. I'm gonna have to go back and really indulge in some Ari because I I just wasn't a, I just I was just late. I was just late. I that's feel like cool. I'd be late with a lot of stuff. It's, 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 as long as you get in tune. Yeah. That's all that get matters. Get in tune. I'd rather you get in tune into her and hype her up when you finally get in tune with her than to fucking do the period I, period uh. Oh, God. <laughs> Not the period I, girl. No, yeah. I'm a, we, we can skip past Tink's album because I'm just going to do a tease take on it. I think we should get to our next idea. You can skip past Tink. We we didn't give her the flowers that we could have gave her because we didn't listen to the album yet when we did talk about her three episodes ago. Oh, was that three episodes ago? That was like two, three episodes okay. ago. Well, do a tease take on it. That's fine. Yeah, we do. You could give your opinion though. That's fine. I'm not. I'm just not gonna give it. You can. Um, I think Tink is 
<laughs> Tink is great. Mm-hmm. I think I have a hard time. Um, this has always been with me and Tink. I just have a hard time getting into the groove of it on the first couple of listens. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes me a few listens, but then I'm like, okay, got it. Yeah. Then I'm like, okay, good. Um, her features, I have never been like a fan a of. A fan of them. Yeah. To be honest, like she could have kept Tusi. Yeah. She definitely could have kept G Herbo. Yeah. No diss to G Herbo. Love him. But yeah. I just wish she picked better features now. The cater to you with two chains, that wasn't terrible. Yeah. But still, like two chains, you couldn't yeah. find somebody a little bit more notable. Fresher. You know what I'm saying? Okay, fresher. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Two chains, really? Yeah. But Tink is great though. And I'm sad that she don't get the rep like the, the rep- recognition. The, yeah, that yeah. she should get. Cause like I feel like they're I feel like Tink. What was her name? Anne Marie. Anne Marie. Dreezy. Yeah. I feel like all of them came up around the same around time. Around the same time. And I feel like I feel like out of all of them, Tink probably just don't get. What? Yeah. I, I feel, feel like, like Tink get more than Anne Marie at least. Well, at least, yeah, Anne Marie, like a little bit. Cause I don't really hear much about her anymore. I think right now Tink might be the most popular out of those two other two. Then it's Dreezy, then it's Anne Marie. Like, Dreezy had her moment where she was being elevated more than Tink was. Sure. But Tink had her issues with the record label. But even still, Tink has been, like, releasing music for a very, very long time. Yeah. I still have not seen her touch the the stage of award shows. Yeah. Like, what? How? She should be very notable in R&B, at least women categories. Yeah. Why is she not there yet? It's just strange to me. It's really strange. However... I wasn't really a fan of the features on the album, but Tink always hits harder for me later yeah. than right in that moment. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll be having to go through some shit, and then I'll be like, let me put on this Tink. I mean, her content don't really change. Yeah. Niggas same. ain't always going through it with with men. Right. Like, yeah. So, I, get, I think a lot of people say that, though. Like, yeah. damn, Tink, I fuck with you, but I love my nigga. Right. Like... <laughs> I love him to pieces. Right. <laughs> Can we get some of that? You know what I'm saying? I I mean, it was cool, though. Whatever she... You gonna do a tease take on it, so we ain't, yeah. we ain't gonna dive into it too much. But, yeah, it's ain't cool, though. All I right. Wish she, I wish she did get more of her flowers. But. Club Culture, we recommend. Y'all go check out Ari Lennon's album, Age, Period. Sex, Location, and the EP. Right. And go check out Tink's. Period. Album, uh, Pillow Talk. Period. All right. There now we gonna move on over to uh this last music topic before we get to mental health. It's really not music. It came from a music situation. Situation. Yeah. So Dirk in India, mm-hmm. and I don't know the girl's name. Yeah. I don't know her name. We we uh, we don't want to refer to her as his alleged baby mama, but I'll look for her name while Lizzie. I think her name was. I'll I, I look for it while you explain the okay. situation. Um, so Dirk and India, they, I guess, allegedly broke up because Dirk has, it's come out that Dirk has a baby by this girl. I forget her. I don't know her name. Tamaya's looking it up. But the part, the point that I want to make here and talk about is colorism. Um, a lot of people took to social media to say that the girl that he cheated with in India are very much like the same type of girl as far as looks. But people were saying like, oh, um, India looks better or the girl looks better or neither one of them look the same or whatever. And then some people were saying like, the only reason why y'all saying this girl is ugly or she don't look like India is because she's dark skinned. 
So like this conversation about dark skin, um, what do you call it? Like hate has come up a lot of times. Yeah. Um, and so it's always about the light skin versus the darker skin. Um, this debate happens a lot on social media. Yeah. It's getting kind of weird to me, quite frankly. And so I don't know if people are like, cause what is the purpose of like constantly bringing that up? Like, okay. If you find somebody attractive, just say they're attractive. If not, just say they're not. But like, I feel like whenever there's a darker skin girl and a lighter skin girl, whenever there's a cheating situation or some type of something comes up where it's like, Oh, she didn't get that role because she's dark skin or she like, okay. In that, in that scenario, then it's like, okay, I understand where you're coming from with colorism. Right. Um, but in a relationship from a relationship standpoint, why does it have to be about, Oh, she's dark skin. She's ugly. She's light skin. She's cute. Yeah. Like, it's just weird. And people go to bats about it, but like we literally have done the same thing with, black men our whole lives. Like you heard your auntie say way back when the black of the berry, the sweet of the juice. Yeah. Meaning like the darker the man, the better looking they are. Yeah. And so we talk about colorism amongst men all the time. Like, Oh, but I feel like it's not such a big argument about it. Cause I think that's a different context. What when, do you mean? Cause when people say the darker, the berry, the sweet of the juice, they just talking about in general. I like my people black. Okay, but then somebody that's light-skinned, like a light-skinned man could say, like, well... Well, we definitely do have the colorism with light-skinned men. Like, we call them inferior. We call them weak. Light brights. Yeah, but I think, like, that saying, the darker the berry, the sweeter the juice, I think sometimes they, they are just talking about just being black. Instead of, I want you to just be dark-skinned, I just want you to be black. Because... It's the difference between being light skinned and Mexican and light skinned and black. Well, you don't walk up to a, a light skinned man and say, "Yeah, the darker the berry, the sweeter the juice." No one does that. Right. We just say it as an old like black girl magic instead of just saying girl magic. We're no. just talking about black girls. I think it's different though because black girl magic, whether you're light skinned or dark skinned, you can Is relate anybody. To that. Yeah, you can relate anybody to that. black. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't think sometimes we always are just talking about. I want you to be darker for you to be for me. When they say dark, the better she the juice. No, I think so. Cause then you, cause people talk about red bones in music. People do talk about red bones in music, but I feel like a lot of women and it's all, like people always on social media. I don't want no man unless he dark skin. Yeah. I don't want no, you know what I'm saying? So like, I feel like when it's, when it's women, that's of the topic. When we're talking about skin color, it's a big debate. Mm-hmm. But when it's men of topic and we're talking about skin color, women can freely say, I don't, I don't like light skins. I only like dark skins and there's no debate about that. Yeah. So like, what is it? Why is it like that? Cause like we see it all the time. Women are like, I love dark skinned men. I love dark skinned men, uh, light skinned men. People said light skinned men are weird to me. Light skinned men are this, light skinned men are that. But like, we don't never debate about that. We don't never, oh, that's colorism. That's colorism. Uh-huh. We don't never do that. But the moment it's a darker skinned woman, a darker skinned woman that's like, uh, then been in an affair with somebody or something, whatever. It's always, oh, that's colorism. Yeah. You guys are saying that the lighter skinned girl looks better. That's colorism. That's colorism. I get what you're trying to say. But it's like the same, it's the same scenario. Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong. Colorism is very much well and alive. Yeah. But why do we always 
pull this card when when it's the man versus the woman. When it's somebody we talking about, we that's somebody that looks more attractive. Yeah. If somebody looks more attractive, I feel like you can say that without <laughs> it being colorism. Um, there was a person that had chose to make India darker. Right. And she did look like the girl, like they favored each mm-hmm. other when they like, I guess both have makeup on. Mm-hmm. And so I guess people are literally just trying to say like, I think this girl looks like his type. Mm-hmm. She's just dark skin and y'all are calling her ugly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I think in that case, they're labeling it as colorism. Cause you can't see the beauty in the girl because she's darker. But if she, but we see India and we don't say she's ugly. Mm-hmm. When, so the person said here, now she's dark skin. <laughs> How don't you see the resemblance? <laughs> Samaya, why, <laughs> why, why? I, but you have to do that shit because people really are colorists right. and they just don't. People really are colorists. I just don't think that this goes back to when we've had this discussion before. Yeah. About people and their preferences. Mm-hmm. Everybody is on attack mode 24-7. You cannot say shit wrong. Mm-hmm. You can't disagree with a motherfucker ever. Yeah. Or you're this, you're that, you're an ism. Yeah. Automatically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, automatically. Yeah. Like, damn. If I think the girl cute, then I just think the girl cute. Yeah. And let's just leave it at that. Well, people don't leave it at that. People don't. It, it has to become a big old. No, I'm talking about the person that makes the initial comment. Mm-hmm. They don't, they comments be too much. Because I could just be like, I don't think the alleged baby girl is cute. And that's it. So if a person comes behind me like, some, you're a colorist, and all I gave you was just that, then I can be on that with y'all. Like, gee, all I said is I don't think she's cute. But I think I think most people were saying that. I don't think nobody stated, oh, I don't think she's cute because she's dark-skinned. They was comparing her to India. And so people were trying to attack that comparison. Because how can you compare them to... And they both look or resemble alike in the pictures that were given to us. People, so what I saw was people were saying that the the darker-skinned girl was ugly. Yeah. That's what they were saying. Yeah. And then I saw people saying, well, how can you call her ugly when she pretty much looks like India? Yeah. Because people weren't just saying she's ugly. They were comparing her to India. They were like, why would Dark cheat on her with this? Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying with the comparison part. Because... You got India and she looked like this. Yes. <sighs> but so then, but then, but then at that point, it's still not about colorism, though. It's about people feeling like India looks better than the other girl. And at that point, I feel like that's subjective. That's not about yeah. that's not about color. Yeah. but So why yeah. are we bringing color into a conversation that does not have anything to do with color? Because not everybody just simply chose India. Some people decided to add more to their opinion. So you think somebody was like, I literally saw a man viral go post, uh, go viral, go post, go viral. Right. (laughs) Because he said, I don't like you. I don't like dark skins. And he was saying like, shut up all in the comments. Uh, y'all really mad because I said that. And then it was other people that were being ignorant saying, yeah, fuck, fuck them darkies. Like they were, it was people that were, were being colorists. But then women will get on social media and say, I only date dark-skinned men. And you can go, well, that's why we always say preference, pride, prejudice is is one of those three. I just and feel you like you can't want to fight people. You can't want to fight people then. Like, if, you, if you're one of them girls who are like, oh, I only date, I only date light-skins, I only date dark-skins, 
But then you're mad when a man steps in and says, I don't like dark skins. Yeah. At that point, you 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 being um hypo- hypocritical because yeah. you playing that same game. But if 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 you're not one of those girls, then by all means, fight until you can't fight no more. Yeah. I just the colorism conversation is always very confusing for me. It is confusing. And with when we're talking in the sense of comparison to other people. Mm-hmm. Now, we have seen colorism when it comes to, like, deals, like, magazine deals. Yeah. People will make you lighter to edit you. That's, we are very Or well, you can't have dark-skinned girls in your sections or, or they your can't be models or, or yes. We yeah. have very much well heard of that. That is very much real. I'm not saying that's not real at all because it is. Yeah. But when it comes to, women will say all day, I like dark-skinned men. I like light-skinned men. Don't bring no dark-skinned men. Don't, like, women yeah. will say that all day. Yeah. When it comes to relationship topics. Yeah. When it's business, I feel like that's a little different because you can't, you shouldn't discriminate against nobody because you shouldn't discriminate against nobody, period. But if you have your preference, you have your preference. What can I say? I personally don't think a skin color is a valid preference. I think that there's always an an ingrained colorism there because everything that has to do with life today came from slavery. You cannot disregard that colorism is ingrained in us. We're conditioned to think like this already. Mm-hmm. You're conditioned to grow up and hate yourself because it's not beautiful to be black. That's why we have to keep telling people black is beautiful. So then how would you explain somebody being in love with darker skinned people? I think that is a facade. I know if I'm a black person and I like my man black. How is that a facade? Cause you're cause it's a difference for saying I want to date black. Mm hmm. You're dating a culture. You're not choosing to date a skin color. You're not saying I want to date black because I want everybody to look black. You're saying it because that is the label that we have attached to our social group. We're black. Mm-hmm. And so for you to say I only date light skins, I only date dark skins is ignorant because being a skin color has nothing to do with your id. Me being and who you are and who you are. Absolutely. And so for you to say, I only identify attraction towards a particular skin tone is weird. And it doesn't make any sense sexually because your being don't get hard <laughs> off of the color of somebody's skin. I'm a disagree. No, I'm no. A- okay. Look, cause I know you can be like, Oh, that skin so silky and smooth that right. and they co- contribute that to being dark skin. But I'm saying just like, when you're walking in a room and you see nothing but light skins and you don't be like, you don't, that's not, you not attracted to because of a color of person's skin. You're attracted because of their culture, their upbringing, their education level, their emotional intelligence. I'm going to disagree. You really telling me that your being get hard because you see the color of somebody's skin. I like dark skin. I have a type. My yeah. type is dark skin males, beard, typically tall. My man, not that tall, but. Yeah. He's tall enough for me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, built bodies. I like built bodies. Yeah. If I see that, I'm all on you. Uh-huh. Period. That's your type though. But I feel like that's what I'm attracted to. Now, if I saw a light skinned man with those same features, which I, I follow somebody on TikTok that's yeah. light skinned, beard, built, tall. He got them same features, but I'm not as attracted to him. Yeah. I'm good on that. Okay. I'm good. And I feel like that's okay to say. If I if I'm more attracted to a darker skinned male, I don't think that's a facade. I don't think that's weird. I don't no, think that. No, I think it's ignorant because then you're just saying that 
everything in you shuts off when you see something I'm that's not, not saying that everything skin color. in me shuts off. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying when I my eyes, if you had in front of me a darker skinned man and a lighter skinned man, same features and they mm-hmm. both look good. I'm nine times out of ten gonna pick the dark skinned man, and that's fine. That's but that, just you what still, I'm attracted to. I feel like when people be saying that, they make it seem as if they don't see beauty. That's what colorism is. You don't see beauty in that skin type. That's weird. How don't you see beauty in a, just the color of somebody? I'm not gonna say I don't see beauty because you could be fan as hell. I've run into you, some. Fa- I just don't. Say, I'm just not sexually attracted to you. Absolutely, I get that part. But I'm saying when people most because colorism is ingrained in us. I don't be, I'd be a little weary when people say they prefer a type of skin type because of knowing everything has to do with slavery. Mm-hmm. Not many of us has to decon- condition ourselves from that. See, I think when people hear, I, I think when people hear, I don't like dark skin people, it's associated with slavery. Mm-hmm. But I feel, I hear people say all the time, I don't like light skin guys. I don't like whatever yeah now i do hear men say all the time in their music oh red bone red bone yeah. give me a red bone they don't ever say yeah i want me a dark-skinned woman yeah absolutely there's colorism yeah but like when when women say i don't want nothing to do with light-skinned men that's still- i wonder do i wonder do light-skinned men find that offensive do light-skinned men have something to say about it that's for the men for, to answer i'm curious and but you can also take that because women, I want to be very clear, women can and are colorists. Some women can be colorists mm-hmm. and they are colorists. You can also a- 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 attack their ass like women attack you. So what they about are what about light skinned women that are attacked? Because I feel like for what like their skin color, like they get called light bright uh-huh. or they get teased for being really bright, yeah, or yellow bone or yeah. like whatever. People will say like, oh, light-skinned women don't have it as bad as dark-skinned women. But yeah. some some light-skinned women actually do get talked about a lot for it. Okay. Like, oh, you're pale or you look white or like whatever. Okay, fine. Cool. Okay. So like if it happens on both ends of the stick, I'm just not sure why we're always... Because it don't happen on the same scale. So like, okay, for example, absolutely. Sometimes dark, darker-skinned women will get... Let's for, say, for example, a dark skinned woman gets denied for a job. More than not. That's more, all, more than not. More than a- not. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. But why are we saying, oh, because it happens to me more, yeah. it, it's worse than what happens to you because it happens to you a lot less. They're both very bad. They're both bad, but light-skinned women, sh- they can tell their story, mm-hmm. but not try to want to tell it louder than the ones that actually get it worse. That's like... Everyone that's experienced oppression, mm-hmm. Holocaust, slavery, that debate happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Who had it worse? Mm-hmm. And you can debate. But who is still enslaved to this day? Mm-hmm. Who is still recovering from the effects of that? We mm-hmm. never receive reparations. We never receive shit. Mm-hmm. Jewish people have received reparations and they still receive retribution for the acts mm-hmm. of Hitler. And so you can be like, hey, I'm sorry that your people experienced the Holocaust Mm -hmm. and that was very terrible, but slavery is still happening to this day. And you have to account for that. Mm -hmm. That's the same as colorism. Dark skinned people experience it much worse than light skinned people do. I cannot get in a movie compared to you. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to hear about your cries louder than mine. Mm -hmm. That's all I feel. And I, and I'm not 
clearly close to being dark skinned. Right. But I just I <laughs> I don't know. I don't I feel like it could go both ways because I mean I am not I'm a fair skinned person, but I am not very, very light. Yeah. So my will begs differ, but <laughs> I am I am not super light. So I don't know what it's like to be on either end of the spectrum. Yeah. But For somebody that is light skinned and had and I would like to talk to somebody that has that is really light skinned and has experienced those things and somebody that is dark skinned and has experienced those things yeah. and see if their perspectives or point of views are any different. Because if I feel like if they've experienced if both of them have experienced some of the same things, you can't say one is worse than the other. No, I think you can because you have to take into account the other factors of being. That's why I said be, uh, choosing a skin Color is weird because you also could be skinny, fat, athletic, right. yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. So you see it way more than just a skin color. So how can you ever just say, I prefer somebody light-skinned when there's so much more of a person? Somebody light-skinned that's also chubby might experience something worse or similar to somebody dark-skinned that's skinny just because of how much weight being dark-skinned holds compared to how much weight being fat holds in, in beauty with beauty standards. <laughs> So they stories might align, but it has nothing to do with their skin type is actually because I'm actually fair skinned and big. I'm just dark skinned and skinny. Like you can't all you, like, it's, it's going to be hard to figure out whose stories like. I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think it's weird to say, Oh, I'm attracted to this kind of person mm -hmm. because like, if that's who you're attracted to, I don't really see no issue with that. Now, if you just flat out being disrespectful, then that's a different story. But if you just attracted to the type you're attracted to, then I don't see no problem with that. And people can fucking just say that for face value and really inside know that they think that motherfuckers are disgusting looking. Now, if that's that's your that's your issue to deal with. Yes. And and I and I wholeheartedly agree. Now, if I was walking around here saying Ooh, light-skinned motherfuckers make my screen, skin crawl. They yeah. just ugly as hell. Like, okay, clearly I have a problem because I'm light-skinned myself. Like, yeah. why the fuck would I even walk around <coughs> and say that to begin with? Yeah. But I don't have no type of hate towards light-skinned people. I'm light-skinned. Yeah. I just... There's a, there's a light-skinned friend that I have right now that is very handsome. Yeah. Would I ever fuck him or even remotely think about him in that way? No. Yeah. I never, anybody that I've ever talked to, my friends can vouch for me, have always been darker skin. I don't know. And my dad is light skin, so we can't say, oh, well, what about your dad? My dad is light skin. My mother is dark skin. My brother is, like, brown skin. So, like, I have an array of spectrums. So it's not like, oh, my dad is dark skin. I want to date a dark skin man. No. Yeah. No. There's some people that have well intentions. And there's some people that do not have well intentions. And so how do we sort through that? Asking them questions. That's why I always ask why. Absolutely. We're like, would you ever date somebody bisexual? And I know. And then I ask you why. <laughs> Most of the time, you be saying some biphobic shit. So more of the story to close out this topic. Ask questions to get your answers instead of just going off of whatever the fuck people say. I you might you learn a few things about people. I think you should ask questions too. I, I'm not for the attacking. 
Yeah, I don't I'm like not for that either. I don't like people attacking people and calling them an ism if that's really not the case. Yeah. Like I just I'm not for that. I think you can figure out if it's actually an ism if you ask questions. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But that's that. Y'all stay black. Yeah. Period. Because I love is, being black. Black is very black beautiful. is not whack. It's very much in because they want to be like us. Okay, so we're gonna get to this mental health so that we can wrap it up for the week. Okay. Come on. So, you know what I've recently been going through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always something. Mm-hmm. So, the we talked about friendships a little bit last episode. We always talk about friendships. Yeah, mm-hmm. because friendships just really become your life mm-hmm. outside of yourself. Right. Any, okay, you can compare friendships to relationships, like, Whenever we talk about them, they're both synonymous, pretty mm-hmm. much. So what I wanted to talk about kind of goes with colorism a little bit because this, uh, this theme of the se- uh, the mental health sector is checking your biases and self-reflecting on self before projecting issues onto others. Mm-hmm. I recently, recently feel as if I've gone through that in co- with conversations with friends, and so I kind of wanted to dive into that today. Mm-hmm. on how that can really fuck up communication. Mm-hmm. So hypothetically, let's say I came to you. I was like, Lizzie, I don't like the way you was talking to me. And I need think you need to check yourself when you talk to me because you be too uh, disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And you feel like, damn, all I did was just hold you accountable mm-hmm. for your actions. And I thought that, we're friends. It should be a safe space to hold each other accountable. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this on the pod, holding friends accountable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think that some people, they come into situations or they express themselves to people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they could be projecting their issues onto people and not even know it because they haven't self-reflected. Mm-hmm. What, what is your like experience with projection? Maybe you've done it and you've realized because you went through the self-reflection like, damn, I was tripping. And I yelled at that person because money ain't right. I yelled at that person because I just lost my job and really they ain't make me mad. My job made me mad. Mm-hmm. What's your experience with that? Um, I think, oh, that just scared the fuck. <laughs> um, I think I, I've, I think I prior, like maybe to... Two years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say about two years ago, I think it was. Two, three years ago. Um, I was going through some shit. Yeah. And I found myself lashing out on my boyfriend a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And it took me going to therapy to say, damn, I really fucked up. I ain't mean to do that shit. And, and I would just be, like, on his ass about the smallest shit. Yeah. Like, just mad. Yeah. Just fucking pissed. I don't know why I was pissed. Still to this day, couldn't tell you why. Yeah. But psychologically, like, I was just going through a whole lot. And so, like, any little thing would just agitate me. Yeah. Like, you breathe on my fucking neck too much. Mm-hmm. Get off me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now I'm mad. Yeah. You got me real pissed. Yeah. And so, in all honesty, I was just going through, like, some depressive stuff. Yeah. Like I was struggling with my friendships. I was struggling 
at school. The pandemic was just starting up. Mm-hmm. I had lost my grandfather. A lot of shit was just going on. Yep. And so I started going to therapy and I found myself like apologizing to my boyfriend, like saying, hey, I'm going through a lot right now. Yeah. It's time for me to be vocal about it and just yeah. let you know. And the riots had happened too. Mm. George Floyd had just passed. Yeah. Um, the situation with Breonna Taylor had happened. And that was stirring something up in me because I started getting mad about that shit. So like, this all happened while also experiencing a pandemic. Yeah. And so I would be lashing out on him and I would have to check myself like, and I think that opened up a line of communication, like to say, Hey, I'm having a really bad day today. Yeah. So just know if I'm a little on edge, this is why. Yeah. Or, uh, saying, Hey, I'm fucking hungry. And if we don't get no food in two minutes, yeah, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> like it's just stuff like that. Like being more, um, honest with the person and just saying, Hey, this is what's been going on. Mm-hmm. So like, in your situation, if you just say, hey, I'm having trouble with, not you, yeah. you're talking about who you're talking about. <clears throat> if you say, hey, I'm having trouble with friendships right now, I'm going through some shit, and I really just feel on edge about what we got going on right now because it's triggering me with the shit that I got going on, Yeah, just say that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just just be like, I don't really know what type of shit you want, but this type of shit I got going on, and yeah. you adding on to that right now, and I don't really need that. Yeah. Because that helps that can change the conversation so quickly yeah and you could say oh well i didn't mean to yeah or i didn't i didn't know you had that going on maybe we could talk about this another time yeah. or maybe we could sit down and be more verbal about what i mean you know what i'm saying yeah instead you automatically on edge you automatically got your guard up because reacting you think, to shit that yeah, didn't even need that big of a reaction didn't need that big of a reaction because you're triggered by what you have going on in your life yeah and instead of just saying this is triggering me or I'm currently dealing with something that's similar to this. And I feel like you're kind of playing into that a little bit. You rather just lash out and project. Yeah. And so I think the most embarrassing thing though, about projection is that you eventually realize that you projected and you're like, damn, I got to make my amends. I got to make my amends. I got to figure it out. My rounds. Yeah. You be like, damn, now I got to apologize. Gee. You know, when I said you was a bald head hoe. Right. I, I really mean, didn't mean it. Like, I really didn't mean it. I'm I know sorry. you been trying to gore your head. Right. <laughs> My bad. Fuck you and your mama. Remember I said that? Like, I ain't mean that for real. I love your mama, Right, G. right. Me and your mama, we go way back. Tom, you know so I'm sorry. <laughs> no, for real, though, like, it really just, I feel like it take a certain type of person, though. Maturity. Yes, it comes from a place of maturity because... Yes. That same person, me two years ago, I would still be going off if I didn't have the opportunity to grow. Yeah. And say, like, oh, maybe I do need to check myself. Yeah. Maybe I do need to. And, like, Quan never really went off on me about it. Yeah, he would. Good. He would never really go off on me about it. He would just say, like, okay, babe, like, whatever. But I could tell that, like, the space just wasn't the same. Uh-huh. And so I was just like, Some, something has got to, you know what I'm saying? And in friendships, I love to hold friends accountable. Yeah. Because it's just like, if, if I can't hold you accountable, then we probably shouldn't be friends. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I just feel like you got to, you you really have to communicate. Yeah. And just be upfront with yourself. And if you're struggling with something, just say that. Yep. How you feel about it? I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much on the same page with you. Yeah. I can recognize, like, 
the person I used to be mm-hmm. when I was just just senior year high school to Maya to now twenty four year old. I was eighteen, so twenty four year old now to Maya. Mm-hmm. I've grown grown so much, yeah, tremendously, and it's just like, damn, I used to not talk at all, mm-hmm. and now all I have a fucking podcast, yeah. And throughout that time. I went through therapy. I went through counseling just because I personally wanted to grow to be somebody that can have a podcast and have these conversations, Mm -hmm. somebody that can be around a bunch of people that I do not personally like, Mm -hmm. but I still can get the job done and be there. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Nothing can fucking phase me. Mm -hmm. And I think that so many people need to do the work Mm -hmm. so that they can get to that point of unbotheredness. Mm -hmm. I've seen interviews of like a Marianne talking about it recently, but like, I really think I'm so close to mastering what unbotheredness is mm-hmm. to is probably going to be very scary moving forward. Cause I think I'm going to lose more relationships with people that are not trying to get to that level of maturity mm-hmm. that I think I'm at now. Mm-hmm. Cause I can be mad as hell one day and recognize it that I'm mad mm-hmm. in that moment of being mad. And tell somebody, like, mm-hmm. gee, I don't feel like texting right now. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like talking. I'm going to hit you up after I play the game for a little bit, blow mm-hmm. some steam off. Let T- me get myself together. 18-year-old Tamaya, she would have been trying to force herself to be okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you deserve peace and solace. And you can deserve to not also bring anguish into other people. Mm-hmm. People don't need that shit if they had nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. And I'm very cognitive and intuitive now. So that shit, I don't be disgusted that I'm around people that's not on the same level as me. I just want you to get here because it's so beautiful. Mm. It's so peaceful here. Yeah. Like, when people be trying to get on that with me about shit, all it takes is a simple conversation with me. Mm -hmm. Because I am so understanding, so patient, so compassionate. and Bro, (laughs) I talk, bro, you can't fucking play with me, G. I'm, bro, I might not look like it. Okay. But I am. And people from my past, they might not believe me mm-hmm. because they still stuck on the person that I used to be. Right. But I am. Mm-hmm. The people that know me today and accepted me today, yeah. they will vouch for me. I think that... You can vouch for me, so stop fucking playing. No, I can. I can. And I think what's what's interesting about me and Tamaya's relationship is that Tamaya, <laughs> Tamaya has a certain diction <laughs> and a certain way of saying stuff. And it be fucking people up. It really be fucking people up. And but Tamaya has come to realize that about herself. Yeah. That like some the way she says things sometimes the comes words off, I use comes <laughs> off kind of harsh. <laughs> and so being around her and knowing that about her, some Tamaya will bring something to me and say whatever she has to say. Like for example, we was talking last week, and Tamaya called me after we had the conversation. She was like, "Bro, I just want to check in and make sure we're okay." I said, "Tamaya." We're fine. What are you talking about? <laughs> We're good. She's like, oh, okay. Because I know my words can be kind of harsh. But, like, I know that about her now. So, like, I take everything she says, not with a grain of salt, but I can kind of put it into my own brain and be like, okay, she probably meant it like this. And not take it as harsh. But, like, somebody that just met somebody or somebody that don't understand that about her would probably be ready to fight this girl. Gee. But that's the that's the beauty in friendship and being able to verbalize like hey i don't want you to take this the wrong way yeah and also you being able to call me and say hey girls we good 
Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And me being mature enough to say, hey, I'm I'm straight. Yeah. Like, I understand we had to have a conversation. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I feel like it goes both ways. Like, you have to be able to verbalize, like, hey, I, I need to get this off my chest, and I don't want you to take it the wrong way, but I really got to tell you. And then the other person being on the receiving side, like, okay, this this I shouldn't take this too personal, but I still should probably reflect and you know, you got to teach people how to be able to communicate with you. Yeah. You can't just assume that I'm just this perfect communicator. Yeah. So if I was to ever come to you and I gave you a message and it, you didn't receive it well, but you think that I'm a good person, mm-hmm. you probably should communicate that to me. Like, Hey, I, I think you were, you had good intentions with what you were trying to say to me, right? but I personally didn't receive it that well. So I think that next time you want to give me something similar, you should probably say it like this so that right. it comes off better to my ears. Yeah. Ain't nobody going to know how to talk to you all the fucking time. Right. And you can't expect for me to just know how to communicate with every type of person. Right. We literally I, do yeah. this when we, when we meet a partner and we talk about love languages. Yes. Y'all learn y'all, y'all partners. Yeah. You got to learn your friends, your yeah. family too. Yeah. I think, I think I get the, the, short end of the stick because right. one people already already put point me out as being like this arrogant cocky perfection mm-hmm. person yeah and i'll be like gee i'm literally you mm-hmm. i'm just working on myself and right. you're choosing not to mm-hmm. so if you are intimidated just say that right because i'm willing to work with you right but yeah period but i don't know i feel like people people always be on your ass. <laughs> I'll be on somebody's ass too. I mean, but listen, it's not that many words in my vocabulary. <laughs> like, I'm very intelligent, but sometimes being intelligent takes too much time to get your shit off. Right. I'm not a killer in the beat. I don't be knowing all the best words to use when we really talking or debating or anything sometimes. Right. And I just say what the fuck come to my head first. Right. But you know I'm a nice, kind-hearted person. I feel like it's also up to the friend, though, to say like, Hey, like you said, I didn't like how you said that. You yeah. said a little bit different. Yeah. Like when we was talking about that situation in the car on the way from, uh, where was we coming from? Storyville when we saw yeah. George. Yeah. You said something. I said, Tamaya, I don't think you should say it like that. <laughs> yeah. I think you should. I think you should rewrite that a little bit. <laughs> but like Tamaya, Tamaya understand what I was saying. She said, okay, well maybe not this, but you know what I'm saying? But I'm just, always like, okay, how can I, how should I say it then? Right. I'll right. be calling Lizzie or Jazz. And I'm like, gee, before I say this to this person, how should I say it? Cause I know my weaknesses. Right. Yeah. Niggas got to know their weaknesses <laughs> and not just be weak. Just grow. Always want to grow. Yeah. Cause one thing I don't want to do is have this back and forth of miscommunication. Like yeah. let's get, and if you have that. a, and if you have a deeper issue with a person, yeah, you need to address that. Stop always trying to argue with somebody because of something that happened that you felt six years ago. Some, Say something and just did it and just move on. Yeah. That shit like, ain't got nothing to do with 2021, no, like, 2022. Just say it and just move on because the more you hold on to it, it's going to keep agitating you. And then every situation that come up, y'all going to be arguing when in reality, y'all not even arguing because of the situation at hand. It's y'all arguing because you feel some type of way about yeah. some bad shit. Like, just say it. Just fucking say it. Period. Communication. That's literally all it is. It's, it's really a two-way street for real. It, it is a two-way street. Because you got to communicate, I got to communicate. Yeah. And you may not always agree with what the person got to say, but... One thing, uh, before we end, I want to say this, because I think this is very important for people to decondition themselves for thinking that this is 
acceptable. The saying, I would never do that to you. Mm-hmm. Take it out your fucking mind. Yeah. Throw it away in the garbage. Mm-hmm. I would never do that to you is trash. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you would ever do to somebody. Mm-hmm. Cause when you actually in that moment, you don't know what you would do. Right. You can know yourself, whatever, but you don't know if somebody was pointing a gun at you in your face right now, you don't know what you would do. Mm-hmm. Cause it ain't happening right now. Right. And if I was to do something to you as your friend and you feel like I would never do that to her, you don't fucking know. Right. Shit changes all the time. You grow, you do whatever you don't know. So throw that shit out the window. Cause that's stupid. And to use that and weaponize that for telling someone that you disagree with what they did to you. Yeah. That's stupid. And it's also just subjective too. Like yeah. you can't sit up there and say, Oh, I would never do that because you don't know how, whatever it is that you would never do. Let's say you did it. Yeah. You don't know how it would make me feel like what I feel, what I feel bad about it and want to talk to you about it. Yeah. Or would I just brush it off and be like, okay, I don't care. You would never do it to me, but you might do it to somebody else. Right. You still would do it. Yeah. Like niggas like throw that shit in the trash. <laughs> that shit is stupid. Period. Well, uh, Oh, hey! <laughs> Please stop! Don't do that no more. What's our gym? What's the gym? What's the gym? <sighs> Let's see. Uh, I guess gym to be have patience with others. That's the gym. You like that gym? Have patience. Some people don't deserve patience, though. What if you don't deserve patience? <sighs> Treat people with kindness. As long as they treat you with kindness. I think you still should treat them with kindness. Because your I'ma say, karma going to always stay clean if you com- tra- continue to have a clean slate with karma. We're going to talk about that the next episode. Is karma real? Okay. Tune in to episode 13. <laughs> is if you, karma real? you want to join in with the conversation of is karma real? Period. Thank you for tuning in. Period. This is the episode. See ya. Period. I period. Uh. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Just watch the damn podcast.